RCR with Paul Brennan. Reality Check Radio. Thursday morning. Comes around quick, doesn't it? And I know everyone's waiting for Perigo's perspective. Lindsay Perigo joins us again. Lindsay, great to have you on RCR again. Hope you've had a good week. Have had, Paul, and I'm looking forward to my talk uh, this morning. But my the absolutely spine-chilling interview with Peter McCullough and a pointer to the fact that this has been one of the big lies of history, safe and effective. <laughs> Goodness me. And the willful ignorance that um, that certain institutions have kept themselves in because, well, they don't want to look at any data, apparently. I wonder well, why. Disinformation, misinformation, and malinformation. In other words, people have opinions or have made observations that they don't approve of and wish to ban. That's what's been going on. Yes, but backed up by the numbers, by the studies, by going through, in McCullough's case, all the autopsies. Disinformation to misinformation, malinformation. <laughs> if you're going to come to a knife fight, you've got to bring a knife. Yep. I think is the old saying. Anyway, okay. And that's not the only thing you've been listening to. Um, there's Judge Harvey on Pete Williams' show yesterday as well, I think you're going to reference. Yes, uh, I shall be referring to that presently. All right. Well, let's get into it. No uh, sense in mucking around. Lindsay Perigo, the floor is your real estate. <laughs> <laughs> we must be especially vigilant as our election approaches as to evil politicians and bureaucrats who equate the hurt feelings of snowflakes with harm and use this supposed objective harm to justify the crushing of free speech. And here I would indeed draw listeners' attention to Peter Williams' excellent interview with Judge Harvey, now up on replay here and to the fact that the deadline for feedback to the unelected Department of Internal Affairs revolting proposal to have an unelected regulator censor online speech, the deadline is this coming Monday. If you want help sending feedback, go to www.defendfreespeech.co.nz. The 1% parties are all much sounder on this issue than the uni party. It's a pity they can't suspend their differences and unite on their commonalities. Now we're hearing, talk about deja vu all over again already, Winston's the one, Winston will get to 5%, Winston will save us from the globalist totalitarianism of Jacinda Jackboot, and the rest of the uni party. Well, forgive me, but I find it hard to forgive him for unleashing jackboot on us in the first place, even though he says he in fact put a leash on her. I find it hard to forgive him for signing the globalist global migration compact, even though it purported to be non-binding and paid lip service to national sovereignty. I find it hard to forgive him for intoning woke fascist platitudes such as alt-right when dismissing critics of Jacinda's junta. I am mindful that we must, above all else, 
remove the present disgusting regime from office. But I'm also confident that under a National Act regime, nothing much would change. Woke fascism, in particular, would still rampage. The agenda of George Soros and the World Economic Forum would proceed uninterrupted. Might it be thinkable to hold one's nose and party vote New Zealand first in the hope that Winston means some of the good things he's been saying recently, including right here to Paul. Now, I watch absolutely no New Zealand television news since the infantile quacking of the frenetic females is beyond unendurable. I have absorbed the fact that there's been a brouhaha over a cabinet minister named Kiri which evidently has been suitably operatic, but I digress. I looked up New Zealand First online to see what they're touting as the 2023 campaign kicks off. Click on our policies and 13 bullet points come up. Here are some with commentary, naturally. New Zealand First will not form a government with the Labour Party. Here, here, a resounding yes to that. But then, with whom and at what cost to the other bullet points? Under New Zealand First, vaccine mandates will end. Here, here, again. But actually, they have ended. We need a resounding commitment that they will never be reintroduced. We need a truth commission to establish how it ever got to mandates and lockdowns in the first place, including just who might have been getting kickbacks from Pfizer. Under New Zealand First, we will change all the woke virtue signalling names of every government department back to English, back to what they were before the academics from university sociology departments started this madness a few years ago. Hear, hear to that. Even better, get rid of some government departments altogether. Get rid of sociology departments. Woke fascism goes much deeper than just the changing of names. Address all of it. New Zealand First will designate gangs, terrorist entities, under the Terrorism Suppression Act 2022. Well, by all means, designate lockdown labor a terrorist entity, deport its leaders to Iran or communist China. They'd love it there, and our liberties might be safer. But the knee-jerk obsession with gangs in election years bothers me. There is such a thing as freedom of association. A crime is a crime is a crime, regardless of who commits it, gang member or not. All crime should be aggressively prosecuted, regardless of its motive or who the partners were. Then on this webpage, we get to pure pork. New Zealand first will collaborate with local council to develop the Dargaville Aerodrome. We support a waste to energy plant to be located in Northland in place of the Dome Valley rubbish dump. 
We support moving the ports of Auckland operations to Northport and establishing a naval base in the area. <laughs> Goodness, there must be an electorate up there. Nothing about the push for more apartheid by brown supremacists, nothing about the takeover by only Black Lives Matter, now there's a terrorist group of the New Zealand School of Music, nothing about telling the Davos Diabolists and the Chinese Communist Party to shove it, nothing about free speech. There's a lot that should be on a main page of bullet points that isn't. So I'm unconvinced that Winston's the one. When he says good things, I find it much easier to believe that he doesn't mean them than that he does. I wish we had someone like Vivek Ramaswamy here. He's enjoying a meteoric rise in the battle for the Republican Party presidential nomination. He's now in third place. He'll make the debates and rise even higher. He won't beat Trump, assuming the deep state doesn't beat Trump, but may well be Trump's pick for VP. In his principles and policies, he is unabashedly MAGA, pro-declaration and pro-constitution. He's highly intelligent, successful, coherent and articulate, easy on the ear as well as the eye. Here's a taste. When these agencies from the Department of Education to the FBI to the ATF to the IRS shouldn't have never existed in the first place, we will not just reform them, we will shut them down. That is what it means to live in a constitutional republic. Viva Vivek. Like Trump, Vivek knows if the regime of Beijing Biden, the bribed bastard, continues in any way, shape or form, all of America will go the way of the once impossibly beautiful San Francisco, now a hellhole of hopelessness, feces, needles, poverty, corpses and crime, including the crimes perpetrated by globalist elites like the Biden crime family and the Pelosi's who get stinking rich from it all. So, in this week's music, let's remember the San Francisco that was. In Biden's America, dead people get to vote. So, it must also be possible to vote for dead people. Anyone from anywhere in the world can get to vote in Democrat-run states. There's no voter ID, and the borders are wide open. If I get there... My vote will go to Tony Bennett, who died this past week at the age of 96. What a piece of work was this week. I left my heart San Francisco High on a hill It calls to me To be where little cable cars 
climb halfway to the stars. The morning fog may chill the air. I don't care, my love waits there. San Francisco Above the blue And windy sea When I come home to you San Francisco Your golden sun Will shine For me RCR with Paul Brennan Reality Check Radio